Welcome to Don't IEP Alone, the only podcast dedicated to helping parents navigate the IEP process and hosted by a special education advocate. Your host has been attending IEP meetings for over a decade and has helped thousands of parents go from an IEP rookie to an IEP all-star. Be prepared to learn tips that will be a total game changer for you as a parent advocate and most importantly, your child's outcomes. Partnered with the award-winning Lock a Day in Our Shoes, you'll be confident, knowledgeable, and actually looking forward to your next IEP meeting. Don't IEP alone. Get ready. Here's your host, from suburban Philadelphia, Lisa Leitner. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Um, Lisa here again. And this one is really grinding my gears. Um, And I've been asked it, I think, three times today in the group. So I thought, you know what? I already have a blog post on it. Let's do a podcast on it. And that is, and I don't know where this is coming from. It's, it's pretty new. Um, new trend alert in IEPs. And that is this notion that your IEP team is requesting that you give them carte blanche. Is that the right phrase? But that, that you give them pretty much unlimited access to your child's medical records. Okay, they put a form in front of you. Oh, here, you have to fill this out. Here, we need you to fill this out. And it gives them really permission because these things are really general, written in very general terms. And it'll, you know, it'll say whatever, you know, ABC school district. Um, but it gives them permission to, you know, uh, contact and communicate with your child's medical providers and access their records. <sighs> My head's going to explode. There's so much wrong with this that I don't even, I honestly don't even know where to begin. I really don't. First of all, just know that there are no like have to's or need to's or you have to fill this out. Um, We need you to fill this out. And especially do not let them tell you that if you don't, you know, they're going to withhold services or delay delivery of services if you do not fill this out. You ask them to show you where it says that in IDEA or your state regs. Because I'd love to see a copy of any such statute that says that you're going to with that you can withhold IEP services if the parent does not give you this access. Okay. I hear so much pushback from IEP teams about, we don't have time to do this. We don't have time to do that. We don't have the resources. We don't have enough people. We don't have enough staff, right? And I get it. They don't have a lot of resources. They need more resources. I'll be the, I'll be in the, I've been on the front lines with lobbying for more public education funding. Schools do not have enough resources. But don't whine and cry to me that you don't have enough resources. And now all of a sudden you have the time to connect and chat with my doctor's office? Where's that time going to come from? Why do you all of a sudden have all this extra time to be communicating with the medical offices of every kid who has an IEP? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Okay? The other thing is how many of us, and I bet you 
I could I could put a lot of, I'd put a lot of money on this bet. I bet that there's not anyone in my listening or reading audience who has seen every bit of their medical records or their child's medical records. Right? Remember that episode of Seinfeld and Julia Louis-Dreyfus Elaine, she's like, "I want to see my file." And they won't let her see the file and they keep writing stuff in it. It's kind of funny. Look it up. It's on Hulu. Um but we don't even know what's in our medical records. You're giving someone access to something and you don't even know what's in it. So let's say, for instance, your child has anxiety issues and they have either a 504 or an IEP for issues, including GAD, generalized anxiety disorder. Okay. Let's say there are other family members who have GAD in your house. GAD is hereditary. It's very genetic. So how do you know, have you ever seen in your child's file that it doesn't also, that it doesn't say somewhere in the file, you know, mother, sibling, dad, etc., also has a history of GAD or family history of GAD, including you know, mother and brother, or uh, child reporting that GAD symptoms are being exacerbated by father's gambling, right? It could happen. And I'm not shaming anyone, you know, people have addictions, people have problems, and these problems can exacerbate anxiety and your child may choose to share that with their medical provider. But you should be the one to decide if that information gets shared. If your family is privately working through, you know, divorce issues, infidelity, gambling, addiction, Hoarding, you know, I mean, whatever it is, that's your private issue. There are a lot of stigmas, as we all know, attached to some of these conditions. And that's for you to determine who gets that information. And you don't know that there might be what seems like a pretty inane or benign phrase in your child's medical records that could really just you know, become knowledge of the school and you don't want them to know that. Now, there's a whole other issue there with, you know, HIPAA and FERPA and all that good stuff. But they don't need your medical records. They don't. They don't need medical records to determine if your child gets IEP services. If they need anything, if your child needs something like a seizure action plan type 1 diabetes protocol, you know, what instructions your child should be doing for type 1 diabetes um, or asthma or any medical condition, you get a one or two page printout from your doctor and you give it to them. Doctor's offices do this all the time. They already have templates set up in their computers. I get them all the time from my son. You know, I go and I research different 
bits of seizure action plans and I put them together and I submit it to his team and I say, how does this sound for his action plan? And they put in their two cents and we submit it. They don't need access to all of his neurology files. They're not brain surgeons. The only one who needs access to those records is the brain surgeon. They don't know brain surgery. I don't know brain surgery. Which brings up another point. Most of these records could be literally useless. I went for a follow-up appointment the other day and um, the person from Neuropace was there and she and the epileptologist started this banter about Kevin and going back and forth and back and forth and I was just mentally taking notes of words to look up later. But when we got in the car, my mother-in-law said, did you understand that last part that they were talking about? And I said, no, I really don't. And I'm, I'm going to go home and, and read up on it. And I can always follow up with his team with an email with any questions I have. But, you know, we're not brain surgeons. So what's in his records, you can read it, but you're probably not going to understand it anyway. It's up to you to decide if you want to disclose your child's medical conditions, what medications they're on, that's up to you. I, I personally, my opinion is that, yes, you should let them know about medications in, in the event of an emergency, um, just in case there could be reactions with other medications that, you know, but, but it's still, in the end, it's up to you. It's up to you to decide. And they do not need access to your medical records. They don't. I don't understand where this is coming from. And you all know that I have um, I have a couple of posts and, and my general philosophy regarding IEPs is that I don't ask why. I never try to assume intent because that can generally get you in a lot of trouble because we always assume the worst about people, right? That's We don't assume the best. Um, yeah, they want my medical records because they want to send me some get well flowers. Um, we don't assume that. But this one is real puzzling, and I, it's, it's, it is one of those, like, why are they asking for this? They don't need it. They don't need it. And it's coming up more and more frequently where parents are leaving IEP meetings and they're saying, hey, you know, I was asked to sign this thing. And as with all these other stuff that we talk about, their gut told them there's something not right about this. And you're right. So if anyone out there is listening and you're like, oh, my God, I'm in a panic. I'm going to veer off the road because I did sign that form. That's all right. Stay in your lane. Get back on the road. Don't swerve. Um, it's okay. Just send a letter rescinding. Call your child's medical providers and send a written notice and let them know that you do not want, you know, you can, it's, it's always better to send everything in writing, but you can call them and give them a heads up that it's coming. Um, that you want to personally approve any requests for your child's medical records and that they are not to send any medical record records out without your approval. Um, and just let the school know once you've done that, that you've withdrawn your consent. I would call the doctor's office first because that's 
that they're the gatekeeper, so to speak, of the records. And they don't, you know, doctors' offices are afraid of HIPAA. So they're more likely to comply quicker than the IEP team. And then you just send a note to the IEP team. I have withdrawn my consent. You no longer have access to my child's records. If you have any questions about my child's conditions, feel free to ask me. They can ask. I may not answer everything. But I'm going to be the gatekeeper of the information when it comes to my child. Because I've had a couple of parents say, well, you know, what's the big deal? My child has really a lot of complex medical conditions. And you know what? This is just easier. No. It's, to me, it's, it's just not worth the risk. They don't need it. And it's just not worth the risk of things that could happen. You know, you never know when you're going to get a, an a admin or a secretary or, a, you know, a temp hire who just has loose lips and is gossipy and sees these things. And then all of a sudden your private information isn't private anymore. Um, right? I don't understand this one. Well, we need this information. No, you don't. You're telling me you don't even have time to, like, give my kid a 10-minute sensory break once a day. And now, all of a sudden, you have time to call the medical offices of every kid with an IEP to exchange information. No. And, you know, in any event, there's such a huge disconnect between medical and educational everything it just, it just, it doesn't make sense. I can't think of one logical reason why they would need this. And this is coming from someone, I have a medically complex child. I have a child who sees, I don't know, 10 or 15 different, different specialties. Misses a lot of school due to appointments. Is on a ton of medications. And it doesn't make sense. Because then what if, you know, what if doctors change? You know, Kevin's on his, well, when we were at DuPont, he had three different neurologists before I switched to the, the to team, the, sorry, the team at Mount Sinai. He had three different neurologists. So what if they call and the person isn't even there? And I mean, physicians, assistants move on, nurses move on, people move on. And if your child is medically complex, you know, they generally have a large team anyway. And how do you even know who to call? I even mentioned, too, as epileptologist, um, this was a while ago, I mentioned something about, oh, well, his pulmonologist said this. And she was like, wait, why does he see a pulmonologist? And I said, sleep apnea. And she's like, oh, that's right. But even doctors forget conditions and they just, they just don't need it. I'm ranting about 15 minutes on this because it's just, it really, really gets me because it's just, I don't know why this one, this issue bothers me so much. I, I don't know. I almost feel like it's, I don't know. This one just really bothers me for some reason. 
They do not need your medical records. They cannot demand that you give them access to your medical records, and they cannot withhold services if you do not give them access to the medical records. And I would be on the phone with my state hotline and filing compliance complaints all over the place the first time I heard that. That's a bullying move. They're trying to wield power over you, and they can't do it. And it's just so many different flavors of wrong. It just it really angers me. So, again, you can rescind it. Start with the medical office first, but don't sign it. In fact, don't even hand it back to them blank. Don't hand them back a blank document. Write refuse really big and initial it. Don't initial like where, where you would be giving permission, but write refuse the date and initial it. That's what I would do. My school won't ask me. You know, everything goes between... Kevin's school nurse and me. We are the points of communication for all things Kevin medical, which is really how it should be because I can use different terms with her than I can use with his teacher and aides. And she can apply it to the school setting and explain it to his team so that they understand it and how it's going to affect them in the day-to-day setting. And I have nothing to hide. And they go, well, why, do, why wouldn't you sign it if you have nothing to hide? I don't have anything to hide. I've been very open with the fact that addiction runs in my family and I have anxiety disorder and all that. I've been very open. I'm not hiding anything. But you do not need this information. If you have a question about med- Kevin's medical condition, his teacher or school nurse can ask me. We don't need to add all these different levels. Okay, that's it for today. Don't be afraid to say no. I know for some of you parents who struggle with confrontation and saying no and stepping into your comfort zone that sometimes this is difficult for you. Um, I get it. I do. I wasn't always like this. I was a much nicer, gentler person 15 years ago. Um. But I've just learned that you have to stand your ground and say, no, you're not getting this. I'm pushing back. I don't like telling people no. I'm, I'm actually very bad at telling people no when it comes to them asking me for things and asking me to do things. I'm a terrible no knower. Um, but you have to step out of your comfort zone and rehearse it in the car, rehearse it, whatever you have to do. But learn to say no. Okay, that's it. I will really wrap it up this time. Have a great rest of your day and tune in next time, please. And, oh, one more thing. I do have a blog post on this. If if for some reason you wanted to read it, it doesn't really say much more than here, but there's a link to it in the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Don't IEP Alone podcast. No parent should have to IEP alone. And with a day in our shoes, you don't have to. For more IEP assistance and letter templates, visit adayinourshoes.com. For ongoing assistance and support, follow our Facebook page and group.
Wait. 